The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling? Make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. Basketball. State took it on the chin last night. This was a bad loss. Now, I mean, they got ground. They had ground to make up already to be a tournament team, but were on track and playing good basketball. They were sitting there at three and one going into that one, a favorite, and they even had a double-digit lead at one point in the game. And then A and M was able to finish the game on a twelve to five run, created a bunch of turnovers in the second half. Full court press really gave State fits. They didn't figure out how to break it. The final possession was really a a microcosm of why they are where they are, JB, and that is. You had a flagrant foul right at the end of that game. And a kid for State steps to the free throw line. And if he, he's he got to make two free throws to tie the ball game. Right. Well, he made one. Not to mention they were up 13, right? They were up 13 at one point. Okay, but still, yeah. you go to the line, you make two free throws, it's a tie game, and you at least play for overtime, right? Yeah. Well, he makes one, and so you're down 56-55. You, don't, you go down, you get the ball back, you're coming down to court, and with you know facing pressure the whole way, you throw one down low, you get it batted away out of bounds, time ticks away, and the ball game's over. You lose by one point fifty six fifty five. So it's a tough loss for state. They're eight and five now, three and two. It was A and M's just uh, their second SEC win so far. LSU beat the you know what out of Arkansas, ninety two to seventy six in Baton Rouge, and Auburn went on the road and beat the Tar out of Georgia, ninety five. To 77. Auburn gets his first win, and Georgia falls to 0 and 4. I mean, what a way to get your first win, 95 77 on the road. So that was SEC basketball last night. And on that note, Joe Pesci, who texts us, had a basketball text. He said, I'm losing faith in Howland. I wish we would have kept Stansbury around. See, and I'm not really there. I'm not there with you on that. I, you know, and this is not me. I'm not making any commentary on Stansbury. That is what it is in the past, whatever. I haven't lost faith in Howland. Call me a homer or whatever. I, at times I see flashes. Now, JB, you're an experienced basketball eye. When you watch them play, how do you feel about the situation? Well, I, like I said, I've watched them play maybe parts of eight games. Mm-hmm. I am, I am, I was very. Uh, critical of the first four or five games I saw because I thought they were they were horribly fundamentally both on the defensive end and on the offensive end. Uh, they don't block out. They don't. They they just weren't doing things you teach seventh graders to do, right? Yeah. But they got better. And they they what a couple of days ago they were nineteen or twenty one at the free throw line. And uh, I, what I what I see is just inconsistency. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you've got your two superstars that are going to average. Probably close to forty a game, right? Yeah, and and you've got to have these other guys. So, you know, a lot of it, Matt, is just getting getting to know your teammates and learning how to play with them, mm. and uh, which takes time. Yes, it does, and and uh, you know that's what everybody's telling me because I'm picking the Saints over the Buccaneers. Oh, that's not the same Buccaneers team it was mm. when they killed them. No, it, it is the same team. <laughs> Hey, speaking and the of Saints that, Saints defensive line is going to wear out the Bucks' offensive line. So that's I think that's so. That. I think but, so. 
you know, I didn't mean to jump from that to no, that. No, but I'm what glad. I'm saying is they're, they just haven't gelled yet. And had time to do it yet, really. And, at and times I'll tell that, you this. I, I think part. I think part of what you're seeing a lot this year is the fact that you don't have fans in the stands. And I think players feed off that packed house atmosphere mm. or the people, the students, especially um, one of the men that plays golf all the time came in this morning and said he was listening to the show yesterday. And he wanted me to tell you, he says, I think the reason that, uh, you don't have that many people watching the game anymore because you don't have fans in the stands. Fans. It does make a difference, yeah. doesn't it? It's yeah. like I told you, these yeah. NFL games with nobody there, yeah. I couldn't make myself hang on to it. It didn't matter who was playing. It was like, ah, right. oh, this is terrible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I just – terrible. But I, terrible. I just think that uh, it, they just they've – they've got to gel. And, and I think Howland's a great coach. I, he was definitely an upgrade from what was there before. But um, – you know, Brooks and I had this conversation right before he left the studio earlier. Basketball is not what it was 35 years ago. Mm. I, I, well, and it's a different game altogether, and it's a different college game completely. Style and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like football, right? I mean, you go back 35 years ago, everybody in football was running the eye. And had tight ends on the line of scrimmage going play action, throwing it 18 times a game. Now look at it. Half your running game is a quarterback, and you throw it 40 times a ball game. You know, so, I mean, it changes and, and, and ebbs and flows. That's really interesting observation on your part. Because, you know, JB, that old idea of the one thing you can't speed up is experience, it does have a lot to do with it. At, I just feel like at times this year, JB, you know, you're, you're one of your best three-point shooters off the bench is a transfer, okay? Your two best players that you're depending on to handle the ball the most, Molinar and Stewart, they are both sophomores who it's the first time that they've really been relied on, okay? The leading rebounder in the league, Tolu, is a transfer sophomore, mm-hmm. right? There, there are no upperclassmen who you're getting scoring from other than the left-handed shooter who transferred in there. Well, that's where you miss Woodard and Perry. You know, they kind of, kind of thought they might be here. This I guess. Year, but, look, but, I guess what I'm saying, JB, is when you consider what they lost off last year's team and the and the fact that at the beginning of this year, everybody needed a roster. Nobody even knew who they were. They're still at this point better than I expected them to be in some ways. That's all I'm saying. Um, and I know that's not the goal. It's to just be a little better than you expect it to be. I, I just think that – how do I put this? I understand that they may not be a tournament team. Fine. But at times this year, I have really enjoyed watching them play. At times, it's been hard to watch. But you could see that it's not like an – it's not something that isn't correctable. It's certainly not athleticism. Wouldn't you say that, JB? Like any issue they have is not athleticism. No, no and, and I don't believe it's a talent issue, Matt. It, uh, I think they've got plenty of talent to compete in today's SEC. But, um, you know, yeah. I, I, I just go back to what I was saying. It, they just and, – and, and I know that because I played on teams that everybody had their own agenda. Mm. And those teams were the worst. It's, it's kind of like what I sent you, you and Jake, you know. Teamwork makes the dream work. Makes the dream work. 
and and when when you're not when you're not teaming up it just that's right everybody in team on three one two yep. three team there you go uh jason in flagstaff says i lost faith in howland when i texted you that they'd lose to liberty and how and then that's exactly what happened particularly after we had two guys drafted by the nba and weren't even on the bubble with them when covid canceled everything yeah Jonathan says, if MSU would collectively say, quote, we don't care about basketball, I'd be okay with Howland. But I still remember standing in line at 7 a.m. for student tickets. He says, if we still care, Howland isn't cutting it. That is from Jonathan on the country pleasing text line. I got to be honest with y'all. I didn't realize that's where you were as fans. We've gotten, in a matter of five minutes, we've gotten three texts from three state fans about basketball and all three are the same and different from me. I didn't realize people were there. I didn't realize that's where the fan base was, or at least whatever portion of the fan base is that they're they're done with Howland. I didn't realize that's where we were. Scott chimed in. He said, tell more bully, a.k.a. Granny, to zip it. <laughs> Ernest T. says, the game has changed, yes, but hard-nosed defense and rebounding wins games still. This team is good, but they have to play more aggressive. Hale State. I, I just, at times, I see some stuff I really like. Jason and Flagstaff. He said, that's the thing, though. They weren't good last year and weren't going to be a tournament team short of winning the SEC tournament with two NBA players. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it from that perspective, that was disappointing. Well, and those two NBA players, along with Tyson Carter, who was a senior who could who could really fill it up from the outside at times. Jonathan chiming back in on the country-pleasing text line. How could you not see that's where the base was? What was the average attendance last year pre-COVID? The fans are not there. Yeah, but Jonathan, what did I have to you know compare that to? It's not like the fans were there previously. Now, you said it's standing in line at 7 a.m. I'm with you on that, Jonathan. I remember it, too. Okay, you think about the time that I was in school. Uh, first of all, <laughs> you talk about being born at the right time to go to Mississippi State. That's me, okay? Because I'm on the team, on the football team in the mid to late 90s where we go we go seven wins. The next year we go, what, nine wins, I think it was, eight or nine win the West, play in a title game against Tennessee. The next year, go 10 wins, play in another bowl game, beat Clemson in the Peach Bowl. Okay, so that era of football, during that same time frame, while I was in college, the baseball team went to back-to-back College World Series, and the basketball team went to the Final Four. And I was in school for all that. And you're right. I mean, any home game during that era – we go in with our student tickets. You better get there early or you won't have a place to sit. Not to mention LaToya Thomas was playing on the women's team during that frame. I mean, during that time. It was an incredible time to be there. Yes, it was. I mean, baseball teams with Brad Freeman and, and Pyatt and John Nod and those guys, you know, and Dubos on the mound, okay? Those baseball teams. Oh, I lived in Dallas. 93 to 98 
and that was some of the best times because they mississippi y'all ain't got nothing over there mm-hmm. yeah well <laughs> we're spending our money over here come get some of it now. for the cotton ball <laughs> yeah. well it, it was just a hey and look even post-college okay so jonathan again i'm not rubbing salt in all of our wounds here but i'm trying to frame this this conversation you and i are having via the text so again, I know that people are young people are going, man, that's forever ago. I wasn't even born then, but stay with me. I get out of school. Think about the early 2000s. My first years covering sports in, as a member of the media in Mississippi, the first few years, what am I doing? I'm going to the hump covering Timmy Bowers, Derek Zimmerman, and then Lawrence Roberts and Shane Power and win some Frazier teams. When Every single home game, there were eight to nine, and in some cases, 10,000 people there for every single one of them, and loud, and nobody wanted to go there and play. Couldn't hear themselves think it was so loud in there for every single home game. I just remember some moments, you know, some some Lawrence Roberts dunks, some Winsome Frazier threes from the corner. When that place was living, Derek Zimmerman, Zimmerman <laughs> taking off, him, man. <laughs> Zimmerman taking off at the free throw line <laughs> in a game. He's out jumping all their big guys. So I went through it too, Jonathan. I understand that. And you saying you know stood in line for seven at seven a.m. for student tickets. I get it. We all went through that together. My thing is, if we're going to do the Howland deal, you go well. The fans aren't there. Well, they weren't there when he came. Because you had three years of Rick Ray, was it three? And whatever it was, it was way too many. It just it 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 released the fan base. I mean, you can say, well, what portion of your fan base? Well, I know this: about five thousand people per home game haven't come back. Now, was it Rick Ray and the teams, or did that start with? The Renardo, the Renardo Sydney fight in Hawaii, then the change, and so those people were already kind of on their way out. Yeah, that was kind of a perfect storm ending to that. So we go, well, the fans weren't there. Well, they weren't there before he got here. I mean, so the, any chance Stansberry comes back? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I mean, he is a great coach now. He really is doing some good stuff at WKU, but he's from that area, right? He from he Bowling is. Green area. He is. You ever been there, by the way, Western Kentucky? I have. It is a gorgeous place. When I was a child, my family would travel down to Western Kentucky, where my parents were born, <laughs> in a backwards old town. I always remember. So many times, my memories are worn. Oh man, I got a musical note for your era coming up next. Give me That's about five about. minutes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with it. All right, well, I'm going to go to Muhlenberg County, Kentucky, and I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> on the live stream over here, Rhino says, I'm okay with Howland. He's a good coach. We're doing good considering the circumstances. That's from Rhino. So not everybody's completely out on this thing. Law Dog on the text line says, I'm not there yet, Matt. However, this team needs to make up some ground and win a few, and win a few that they're not supposed to. Uh Jason, I don't understand. Howland was great here at Northern Arizona, Pittsburgh, and UCLA. It makes no sense why he isn't better at state, especially with the SEC being down. Um, Denzel said, what is Jason talking about? We were going to the tournament last year, 
We had to win one game in the SEC tournament, and we were in. Well, Denzel, maybe that's true, but I, and I maybe I'm fuzzy on the details. I don't remember it that way. I don't remember it being a guarantee that you win one SEC tournament game and you're in. I, I'm fuzzy on it. And maybe the truth is somewhere here in the middle, as it is, you know, oftentimes. Ready, Teddy. Look at the picture he just sent us on the country-pleasing text line, JB. The caption <laughs> to the they're, picture. They're playing for practice? Is that what that is? Or they're practicing to, for the play? That is... That's the sonic boom. That is the sonic boom out there, the band that looks like they are practicing in the cold weather. I would just go stand on the fence and watch them practice. Some people want to go watch football practice, which, you know, I do, but I'll just go out and watch the Sonic Boom practice. I'm serious. I'm going to turn it down in just a sec, JB, because I know the music's coming, but I just want to hear the horns one time. One time. Let's Thanks for that, Ready Teddy. The Sonic Boom's getting ready. Teddy. <laughs> the Sonic Boom is getting ready, Teddy. Um, unnamed Texture says, State was on the bubble last year and in fourth in the SEC. They were in the last four in in those last projections. Beat Georgia in the SEC tournament and they would have been in and said Jason is wrong. That's from Blair. Okay, thank you. Thank you. See, again, I was fuzzy on it. I'm glad y'all remember. There was a lot going on during that particular time. Joe says, Joe in Possum Neck says, as I was describing late 90s and early 2000s in basketball, he says, I'm proving everybody's point. I just, I hate it so bad that it's not that way now for those kids in college. You, you talk about fun because you play so many games in basketball. And during that time of year, it's freezing cold. You can't do anything outside. And to couple times a week, roll up in the hump with about 8,500 others, 9,000 others, and watch Lawrence Roberts go for 20 and 18. That was fun. Wish everybody could experience that. I wish we'd get back to that. It's possible. It'll happen. You live long enough. All right. Hour two underway. Y'all stick around. 